Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. You are about to listen to Season 2, Episode 4 of the 15-Minute Mindset mini-series. Now, if you're new here, let me fill you in on what that is. That's the mini-series on this podcast where I share tools, techniques, strategies, and concepts that will improve your personal development and well-being in 15 minutes or less. It's perfect for the people who are on the go, who are real action takers, who are fitting in their podcast, maybe between meetings or between other commitments, but still want to take those steps forward in their personal development and well-being journey. Now, today we are diving into a topic that is so important. It's something we speak about so regularly as part of our accelerator program with our members. And that is a word that starts with B and ends in boundaries. You've guessed it right. We're talking about boundaries today. Specifically, I'm going to be diving into the three-step process to actually set and uphold your boundaries effectively. See, what I've found is most people have come across the idea of boundaries in personal development, but they have no idea how to set them well. And as a result, they end up setting half-hearted, ineffective boundaries that don't give them the benefits that they desire and deserve. I'm going to teach you how to avoid that trap and that mistake so that you can have incredibly healthy boundaries that serve you well for the rest of your life. Now, before we jump into that, it does mean the world to me when you review the show and subscribe. I can see on the stats that there's a whole lot of people listening to the show who have not yet subscribed. Guys, what are you doing? Come on, just press that subscribe button. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it really does help us make a difference by reaching more people. We are an independent, small podcast that we do out of the love of personal development and well-being and our desire to spread a positive ripple effect. But we cannot do that alone. We really need your help to make a change to the well-being of the world. And the first step to helping is to quickly leave that review, press subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, and share this with a loved one. You can do those things today. I would be incredibly grateful. But with that said... Let's go ahead and jump straight into today's show. Okay, so let's talk about boundaries, shall we? Because again, this is one of those concepts that I think a lot of people have a little bit of awareness over. Maybe you've stumbled across it in your personal development journey before, but not that many people are really clear on how to do it well. So I want to start straight up by saying there is not a one-size-fits-all boundary for every aspect of your life. You've got to learn how to tweak your boundaries. You've got to learn how to build your boundaries with a little bit of give and take and flexibility in order to basically adapt to everything that life throws at you. You can't have this very rigid, structured, single-minded focus and approach to boundaries. So let's start by looking at the different types of boundaries. Now, there are so many, but a few of the main ones I want to point out to you are physical boundaries. So physical boundaries is really to do with space as well as obviously with yourself and your physical body. So obviously we've got boundaries there around you know informed consent and things to do with our actual physicality, so our physical body. The other one that I'm quite interested in with that physical side and the one I'd use a lot more in personal development is learning to set physical boundaries in terms of space. So what do I mean by that? I mean learning to set up areas in your house or different locations that you visit in your life as having a very specific purpose. So the best way to explain this, the most common one, is learning how to leave work at work. So setting yourself the physical boundary of 
When I am at work, I am at work. And when I'm at home, I'm at home. I'm present. I'm putting in my focus there. I'm, I'm being with my family. That's a really powerful boundary to learn to begin developing. Now, the second type of boundary I want to look at today with you is time-based boundaries. So time-based boundaries, you probably remember these from as a kid. I mean, I remember being taught about these, not directly, definitely indirectly. You know, my dad would come home and say, hey, you can play the PlayStation until 6 p.m., but then you've got to do your chores and your homework and we're going to have dinner as a family. So that was a time-based boundary. Or it might be, hey, you know, you can do this for 20 minutes or two hours. Anything that's involving time is a boundary. And normally we have a pretty poor relationship with these because they were normally enforced upon us growing up by someone else. So there's that little bit of resistance towards them. But being able to set effective time boundaries with yourself is so important to keep peak performance and to keep you focused. Being able to go, hey, I'm going to relax and switch off and chill out on social media for 20 minutes and actually hold yourself accountable to that is remarkably beneficial. So again, we want to look at those physical boundaries. We want to look at those time-based boundaries. They're two really, really important ones. Now, in terms of actually setting boundaries, this is where we're going to get into the actual detail of this three-step process. So when you set boundaries, the first thing you want to actually do for yourself, and this is the step that most people skip, is you want to get really clear on what that boundary means to you. So it's not a boundary to go to your boss and say, hey, I want to work less from home. That's not enough. That's not enough clarity. It's not enough detail. It's not clear for you. Like what what does less mean? If you did what, five less minutes of work at home, does that meet the goal? Does that achieve the boundary and uphold it? I don't think so. So we've got to actually spend a little bit of time doing some soul searching for ourselves first. Like A, first of all, where in my life do I feel would benefit from me setting some boundaries? And then B, what specifically are the boundaries that I feel would really help my well-being and my personal development if I was to set them there? Are they physical boundaries? Are they time-based boundaries? Are they another another form of boundary? I've just covered sort of two of the main ones. But as I said before, there's heaps of different types of boundaries. So I would spend a bit of time, if I were you, actually asking yourself those questions and maybe you meditate on them, maybe you do some active journaling, maybe you just sit with them or have a conversation with your coach or mentor. And you really get clear on dialing into and identifying where those boundaries are needed and specifically what those boundaries look like. You've got to get as clear as possible on that. Because without that clarity, it's very hard to do step two. You know, in the words of Brene Brown, who I absolutely love, she talks about boundaries a lot. She says, clear is kind. Often we tiptoe around boundaries because we're worried that we're going to upset or offend the other person. But all that does is create gray zones and holes and ambiguity. And that makes it more difficult for you and for them to uphold your boundaries. Now, the second step is to then communicate your boundaries to the right people. And I'd ask myself after I do that exploration of where in my life would benefit from boundaries and what do those boundaries look like? I would ask myself, who needs to know about these boundaries? Who is it important is part of this conversation? And again, it's amazing how often we jump this part. I'm sure we've all been guilty of, I know I have, we've all been guilty of assuming that a loved one knows our boundaries, but then in reflection, we never actually said anything to them. We just assumed that they'd know. 
And this is the thing. This is a big light bulb moment for everyone listening. People cannot read your mind as accurately as you think they can, and you cannot read other people's minds as accurately as you think you can either. Science shows we're notoriously shit at reading each other's minds because we infuse all of our own biases and our own perspectives into that process. So this is the thing, right? If you want to do really well with boundaries, you've got to get clear first, then you've got to actually have the conversation. And that can be the scary part. You've got to be able to explain and and say, hey, this is the change I want to make. This is the boundary I want to set, however you want to start that conversation. And this is why it's important to me. And this is what it means to me to see that it's being respected and upheld. You've got to be so clear and tell the other person, this is what success looks like at upholding the boundary. This is really what I'm looking for. And then only after that can we go to the third step. And the third step is to then lead by example. So again, this is one that a lot of people miss. It's funny when I talk to people about how they've set boundaries, they're really doing all three of these half-heartedly or not at all. And now when I say lead by example, I mean, if you've set a boundary and you've communicated it with your family, say for example, it's, hey, from 6 p.m. onwards, when I get home, I'm not doing work stuff. I'm here with the family. I'm present. If you share that and you go, hey, I want everyone to do the same thing. So we're all coming together as a family. And you've led that boundary in that conversation. And then a week later, your family sees you on your phone doing work emails or taking a work call. You've just shot down any progress that you made towards that boundary. This I'm going to say this so clearly. I'm going to repeat it for you guys. Other people will not respect and uphold your boundaries until you respect and uphold your own boundaries. You've got to lead by example here. You've got to start. And this is where a lot of people go wrong is that we expect others to uphold our boundaries for us. And then we resent them when they don't. But if we were to actually look back through your day and how you go about your day-to-day life, chances are that occurred because you weren't respecting your own boundaries first. And it might take time for everyone else to come around. I think it's an unrealistic expectation to expect our loved ones or our co-workers or our boss or anyone else we're having these conversations with to immediately adopt and uphold our boundaries, there's a learning process there. But that learning process is strengthened and accelerated by us respecting our own boundaries first. So again, those three steps to setting boundaries really well, and this is your implementation work. If you listen to this podcast, I always say, knowledge alone is worthless. It is not power. Knowledge is potential power. It's not until you take what you learn from this show and put it into action that it will make a difference in your life. So the things I'd love you to take from this show and put into action today First and foremost, sit down and ask yourself, where in my life would benefit from some boundaries? And what do those boundaries mean? What do they look like? Get really clear. Your second step is to get clear on who needs to know about these boundaries and to initiate the conversation with them. Again, bring that sense of clear is kind. The clearer you can be in this conversation, the better. And then step three, lead by example. Respect your own boundaries and uphold them first. And then give some compassion and space and time for the other parties to come to the table and begin upholding them as well. If you do those three steps, I promise you, you will have much stronger boundaries, much more adaptable boundaries, and much healthier boundaries that actually end up benefiting your well-being as well as the well-being of those around you.
Thank you once again for taking a bit of your time to invest in yourself and your own well-being by listening to this episode of the show. Don't forget, as always, if you ever get stuck on anything that we're talking about in the show, you can reach out to my team and I and get some more tailored help. So you can email us at grow at bucoaching.org or you can head to the website www.bucoaching.org and request a one-on-one complimentary connection call. Your first one's on us. It's a great 15-minute chance to sit down one-on-one with a coach and debrief and get some more tailored advice for how you can move forward with your well-being and begin actually thriving in life rather than just getting by and surviving. So if you haven't already done that, make sure you go check out the website, go to the connection call and book in your first connection call for free so that we can help you take those next steps forward. But until the next time we talk, whether it is on a connection call or the next time we're talking on this podcast, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and be you.